Hi, this is Tiffany. Thanks for joining us. Before I get started, I want to preface that Chanel and I are doing this on our own, and all views expressed are our own and come from our own personal experiences. This is a fluid, unscripted conversation, and we don't know what we'll end up talking about. At the very least, we hope that you get some laughs from this. Enjoy. Hey, this is Chanel Miller. I'm an activist, author, and artist. I recently published my first book, Know My Name, which came out in September of 2019, and the paperback is coming out in August of 2020. Hi, this is Tiffany Chanel's little sister. I'm going to chime in with some other things that she's done because she's not going to say it um, about her book, Know My Name. So it's a <laughs> it's a New York Times bestseller, a New York Times book review notable book, and a National Book Critics Award Critics Circle Award winner, which is that sticker thing that goes on the really important, amazing books of the year. <laughs> Um, and it's also the best book of 2019 in time, the Washington Post, the Chicago Tribune, NPR and people and more. And then she's also a 2019 time next 100 honoree and a 2016 glamour woman of the year honoree. Is that it? Chanel? Yeah, I think that's it. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that was all within like six months. Also, <laughs> yeah, It's really funny though, because my bio... For my book, when it came out, it just said Chanel got her BA in literature from UC Santa Barbara and lived in San Francisco. Yeah. But I, I had done the same amount of work. It's just that it had been read by nobody. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Except for me. Um, do you want to see what I wrote for my bio? <laughs> yeah. I'm Tiffany Miller. I'm 26 years old, so I'm two years younger than you. I'm a creative program manager, and I love to paint. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's the same for me. And I love animals. Yeah, that's you all I have. love animals. You're gonna save a lot of animals. What was that? Sorry, we <laughs> just went to the bathroom. <laughs> Is it a squeaky door? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's our bathroom door. <laughs> He's gonna come back out. I know. That's okay. I don't have a room. That's fine. It's New York. Put <laughs> him. Mm-hmm. Okay. The coast is clear. <laughs> Um, I recently moved to LA, so we're actually doing this remotely because Chanel's in New York. So this is the first time we've ever lived more than an hour apart from each other, and we're using this podcast as a way to keep talking to each other, even though we talk already most of the day. (laughs) And the idea of the podcast is that when we're on the phone with each other or FaceTiming, we bring up our childhood always in one form or another, and... Usually these conversations lead to a lot of laughter or alternatively, a lot of introspection on the influence that these experiences had on us as adults. I know for me that I spend most of my days doing interviews and talks that revolve around serious issues. And so this is a chance for me to not have to have thoughts that are so curated 
um, and just allow me to be a human that doesn't always have to be immersed in super dense stuff. Yeah. And I think people like hearing nostalgic, relatable stories. There's, I mean, also, since we're sisters, I don't know if people will relate to that and like sibling dynamic, or if not, then just like childhood memories. Um, I don't know. I think it's always like, I, I personally, like when I listen to stream of consciousness podcasts, I love when they bring up old memories and like talk about it. Yeah. Um, and we've both been trying to write down as many memories as we can, or as we could have over the last month. And we haven't shared our list with each other, but it is unscripted. So not really sure which kind of stories will fluidly come up. And then at the end, we want to wrap it up with a mini story from one of you. So we created an email. It's called <laughs> childhoodthepodcast at gmail.com. And you can submit your own childhood stories. And these can be events that heavily influence your growth or just a really silly, embarrassing story that will make people laugh. Um, and then even though we can only share one, we'd love to read through all of them and just hear about different upbringings. So that's childhoodthepodcast at gmail.com. I also want to note that although you got a glimpse in Chanel's book, we grew up in Palo Alto, which is an unusually tight-knit community with a ton of pressure. Is that how you would describe it? <laughs> That's how I describe it. I feel like there's a lot of layers. And I also feel like the pressure is not verbalized and it's not explicit. It's more like the air you breathe. I think yeah, it's, like an, it's the atmosphere. It's the atmosphere of well-being and wealth that you maybe unconsciously think is normal and so when yeah. you come up short of it you think that's a personal deficiency rather than realizing you're in this very small bubble yeah that doesn't accurately depict how messy life actually is speaking of our home we had a very non-traditional upbringing um and just everything about i think palo alto and friend dynamics was really complex and so like, for example, I've had the same friend since I was 10 years old, and they've had a hugely positive influence on my childhood. And we have, like, millions of stories that <laughs> have completely shaped my brain. And it's it's too much to unpack at once. So we plan to sort of unfold and tell stories about Palo Alto and our, and our life there over time. Yeah. Okay, let's get started. Okay, Tiffany, the first question I have for you is mm -hmm. I want you to describe <laughs> your childhood room in our White House on Georgia Avenue. Oh, I like the question structure. Maybe that's what we should do. Or, <laughs> or just wing it. But um, I don't remember. And I don't remember our other old house. <laughs> Sorry. Do you remember throwing lemons off the roof? Yes. I remember uh, the pool and the pool house. I have no memory at all of the inside of the main house. Okay. So Tiffany and I lived in this one-story white house. And on the side of the house, there was the 
laundry machine and dryer sort of outside under this little awning. But if you stepped on the laundry machine and then stepped on, it was like a little shed, the roof of the shed, then you could step onto our main roof, which was flat. And there's a huge lemon tree. What? Shocked that you remember. I thought it was so cool that we could get up there. There's a huge lemon tree that hung over the roof and we would pick Mm -hmm. lemons and throw them into the pool. No, I remember that. I'm just shocked that you can remember the details of like getting onto the roof. If someone told me I would pass away tonight, unless I described how we got onto the roof, (laughs) I wouldn't be able to do it. Do you know which side of the house I'm talking about? No, I feel like you think I'm exaggerating, but I I literally have no memory. Tiff, you know when you're facing the house and to the right, there's that little white curved gate with full of bumblebees? Do you remember the bumblebees? No, I feel like I'm taking a test. (laughs) (laughs) The bumblebees would fly in the holes of the gate and we used to put scotch tape on the holes. Okay. I like bumblebees. Bumblebees. Is that your story or what were you what were you aiming to? Well, I was I thought you would remember your room and I <laughs> like any time any of us wanted to get through the backyard, we had to pass through your room and you hated that. I do know from a photo of me and Oreo our dog that there was a sliding glass door in my room. Yeah, to the backyard. Mhm. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Please describe your I want you to describe the next two rooms the first one being your paint choice the second one being your John Lennon mural choice and the, oh in the second house yeah in the second yeah, house I can do that I was older okay do that and then I have one more interior design question for you <laughs> <laughs> um I want to preface that I love colors I'm someone who Like you wouldn't, I'm not one of those neutral beige, like modern design type of people. I'm like, put as many colors as you can. I'm a maximalist. I, um, so when we moved to the other house, our dad let us paint the walls, whatever colors we wanted. So I picked neon greens. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Did dad take you to Orchard Supply and just say, like, choose any color? Yeah. And then there was those three paint tags that said neon. And I was like, oh, yeah. So I picked up those. And then what I didn't think about was that that room in the second house. It had one window and a yellow fluorescent light. Yes. And a yellow fluorescent light. So when you turn... (laughs) (laughs) And then this neon green is actually pretty dark. And it was three different shades. It was like a turquoise, a bright green, and a dark green. And then... um, Tiffany, compare, do a metaphor for each color so we can understand. So we can... so ugly. There's nothing in the natural world that has these colors. Yeah. One was like an eggplant injected with acid. No, yeah. You're better at... Go. No, go. For the blue and the green. How would you even? I can see it in my brain. I don't know how. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tiffany. They're so bad. One was like a tennis ball. Yeah. Wait, like a brand new tennis ball. Yeah. And then the, th- the third one was like purple mixed with the tennis ball. 
Mm-hmm. It's so ugly. What about the blue? I don't really remember the blue one. It was like a dark blue, right? Yeah. So they were like very bold colors, but glossy. So then the sheen from that little dinky light from the 70s on the, on, on the glossy surface of the walls, it was like such a headache. And can I just say that I chose my room to have a darkish, beautiful, gray, beautiful, just like a rainy day where you're inside. It's a light gray with a slight blue tint. Mm, like a stone. Yeah, yeah. So within a creek. And so, and I had like this big rice paper lantern. And then I go away to college. Tiffany moves <laughs> into that room. And every time I come home for four years, I have to sleep in her nauseating, like Wiggles playhouse. <laughs> but was it? Oh my God. We left it that horrible for that long? Yes. I painted it like that when I was like, what, 13? No older because before oh, that was your because oh. remember there's one day I came home after college I graduated I was like I cannot stand this anymore and yeah, I painted no. it white no 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 okay so before that you had a mural tell them about your mural that was when I was 13 yeah I had all my friends come over and dip their hands into paint of different colors mm-hmm. and cover three walls with their handprints and then write in sharpie what they love about me. <laughs> And I had like 40 people do it. And then the the fourth remaining wall, I painted a giant world with green paint, like an outline of the world. And then in green paint, in horrible handwriting, I wrote, imagine all the people, John Lennon. (laughs) (laughs) That was like a nightmare. Wait, no, no, no. It was like living life in peace. It might have been the full first Tiffany line. <laughs> Do you remember something else about how the globe was painted? No. I freaking painted it, Tiffany. Oh. Tiffany. You were always good at drawing. I like I remember slowly stenciling every single continent. It was like a huge globe. Also, Tiff. Mm-hmm. The globe was a peace sign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it was a peace sign with a world inside of it, and it was oh, huge. You know why you like that? Probably because you were you were obsessed with that movie, the Strawberry Fields movie, across the universe. I was obsessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's probably why. But then I was like, one day I was like, oh, you know what? I'm too old for this. Let me paint over it in metallic neon green <laughs> it's so funny wait but, also do you what were you gonna say i'm just saying i i find it's crazy that in high school i thought i was cognitively developed when clearly i wasn't if i painted it those horrible colors you know what i mean i wouldn't say they were horrible i would just say they're very they were very bold choices for an entire room these were not like accent walls no, they were pretty horrible. They were like so. <laughs> okay, I also want to say, remember your SpongeBob obsession? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. I went to Great America on a field trip with like YMCA camp, and I tried so hard. You throw a quarter and you try and get it to land flat. 
yeah. on these poles to mm-hmm. win you a giant SpongeBob, and I didn't win one. And then I went to Walmart with Dad, and we got you that little SpongeBob fold-out couch. Do you remember that? Yeah, I love that couch. I know, me too. I love how it folded so perfectly, like a little perfect square. You know what memory about childhood I was thinking about recently and that someone asked me about? I didn't know the answer. So I got eye surgery when I was eight on both my eyes because they naturally go in completely different directions. And so I remember so then I was blind for like a few weeks because my eyes were healing. And dad, because I was so obsessed with SpongeBob, dad would bought a SpongeBob like script book. How cute is this? And then he sat next to me and would read the it out loud. But someone recently was like, why didn't you just <laughs> listen to the episodes? <laughs> and I actually don't know the answer. Oh, it's because we didn't have cable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's so right. Oh, because we couldn't just play it on demand. Yeah, we didn't have TV. And there wasn't like YouTube. Okay, that makes sense now. That's so well, Someone funny. asked me that and I was like, why did we do that? Okay, that makes sense. You had to like, remember we would like write down when That's So Raven would be on. You have to write it on a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. okay. That makes sense now. Um, That's so cute. You should text dad and tell him. I've told him before. Also, he's um, definitely going to be listening. <laughs> hi, dad. Um... What was your other question? Uh, Okay. So my last question for you about interior design, which says a lot about, I feel like how you construct your internal world says a lot about you. And I think we're also given so much liberty to do it. I was going to say this too. Yeah. Yeah. Because yours was so meticulously thought out and executed correctly and looked really good. And mine was just <laughs> impulsive and like wild and then didn't really work out, but I got to a good point eventually. Yeah. But I also, another thing to note is that mom and dad gave me the master bedroom when I was a junior in high school. And that's when I did those big time renovations. So I had in my own bathroom and a ceiling fan. I know that's crazy because our parents and they lived in a tiny ass little tiny room. Yeah. Which was my first room. So that room, I decided to paint that room. I was in that room in middle school. I remember after bat mitzvahs, I had a trundle bed. Mm -hmm. All my friends would sleep over and sleep in my little trundle, which is a bed you pull out from underneath your bed. I remember. So do you remember the colors of that room? Yellow. But like a deep mustard. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, so I chose that, which is weird. And then I chose like a maroon carpet. Maroon carpet. No, but it actually looked really good. Well, it looked like retro. Yeah, maroon plus yellow actually looks really good. Yeah. And you were young, so you did well. I was like 14 when I painted it. (laughs) Horrible, you know? Yeah. But do you remember I, I was obsessed with those TLC home makeover shows? Yeah, that probably had something to do with it. Laura and I, Laura is one of my best friends since we were five. And she's like, Chanel and I, she's like part of our family. She 
and I would, we had sleepovers like every day growing up and we would watch so much of what not to wear, but never any interior design. <laughs> I forgot about that. Like so much of it. <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay. So that leads me to my next question, which is, do you remember when I redid the bathroom for your birthday? Uh, i remember you drew all over the walls is that it no you always complained about how gross the bathroom was and so i was like i'm gonna tlc homemaker over our bathroom for tiffany's birthday really yeah how did you do it I (laughs) i spent my own money i was like 14 or 15 um i went to target i got i went to target and orchard supply i got yellow paint i remember standing on the ledge of the shower painting the walls i painted little blue waves behind the toilet and i replaced the like soap holders and i also replaced the shower curtain with the rainbow grids Remember that one? The like primary colored squares. I have no. And then I put a digital camera in the windowsill and I was recording secretly and I turned off the lights (laughs) and then you came in and that was supposed to be like an episode of like the reveal. (laughs) I don't know. It's probably more exciting for me than for you because I was like getting to choose everything. Yeah. (laughs) what i was gonna say tiffy tell us about the moonlight run (laughs) (laughs) um maybe i should tell people now that i have a bladder problem have or had have have what do you mean yeah i have have to pee every like 45 minutes yeah but you don't know if i don't Mm. <laughs> hard to say <laughs> I don't if I laugh too hard I do and then if I cannot find a bathroom which is usually not the case I will pee in my pants wow oh yeah 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 that's true mm-hmm. so I tell us about the moonlight run um well I oh, my memory is so bad there's this thing called the bay bay moonlight run and it's like a 5k run where you dress up in Halloween costumes, right? Halloween? I don't know. I, would or, I think just any silly costume, actually. And then you just run this, like, this outdoor course with friends. And so I signed up for it with a few friends, and we were all wearing silly costumes. And then I got in line for the bathroom and there was like five people ahead of me. But once I have to pee, I have a countdown of like 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I, 30? And the closer I get to a toilet, the more I have to pee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when I was like 13 also. Or 12? I don't remember. But I um, I was in line and I was literally at the point where I was just holding my pee-pee. Just like <laughs> holding it with my hands. And I was like, I'm going to pee in my pants to the people. In line, and they were like, uh, well, like "We have to pee too." And I'm like, "No, I'm going to pee in my pants." 
And so I'm literally, I have one, there's one person that I'm like jumping up and down and like holding my And then um, there's a long line behind me. Yeah. And I just slowly kneel on the floor <laughs> and food. And all this pee comes out and starts tr- like trickling down the line. And everyone has to like move. And I was like, oh my God. And I just peed so slowly. And my friend was like, what the heck? And so then I um, had to keep doing it. And then we had to do the run. So I, <laughs> we ended up having to walk it because my pants were like soaking wet. But because they were wet, I was chasing. So then <laughs> the middle of my thigh started bleeding. So I was literally in so much pain. <laughs> And I have to do the whole 5K with like wet, shaped thighs. And that was it. That was the whole story. Wait, so you peed kneeling? Yeah, I slowly got down to my knees and I peed on the ground. So when the when the person in front of you came out of the porta potty, you just never went inside. It wasn't a porta potty. It was an indoor bathroom with tile <laughs> floors. That's why it's bad. <laughs> And there was like three stalls and we were all waiting for the stall. Oh, no. And I knelt down onto my knees and I just peed. Oh my God. <laughs> and it like, cause the floor was so like smooth. It just trickled all the way down the line and everyone was like, <laughs> that is so sad. <sighs> I've peed everywhere. I've peed in like, the worst situations ever. Yeah. Some I can't even talk about yet because they're, <laughs> they're too damaging. I'll talk <laughs> later. And sometimes it's one of the stories I have about peeing my pants, the other person doesn't even know about it. And I like don't want them to find out. <laughs> <laughs> You're good at secretly peeing your pants. I know. Okay, that was one of my questions. I feel like you haven't shared much. Well, I'm juicing you. Okay, now I want you to talk about why. (laughs) (laughs) It's my turn. Why ET was so traumatizing. (laughs) Something happened when we were born where I got like all the genes that make me disturbed or something. What do you You mean disturbed? Like, I, I was a bedwetter. I was afraid of everything. I couldn't sleep by myself. You were mm. totally fine. You have none of these stories. Oh, I have yeah. stories. <laughs> <laughs> Tell one. <laughs> I think, so ET, I was scared of that specific scene where his fingers come over the kitchen counter. <gasps> so scary. Still scared of it. Then in bed, what I would see when I opened my eyes, when I look at the edge of the bed, was his fingers. I always imagined him and Yoda laying down (laughs) next to my bed, and I couldn't see them. And then their fingers (laughs) or their ears would come up over the edge and kill me. (laughs) So he banned E.T. from the house until I was like in college. Oh my gosh, that's actually... So these little wrinkled aliens like sleeping on the floor... Yeah. They're both very tiny, so they could fit in your room. I know. 
Yeah, I remember we had to hide the ET VCR in mom and dad's closet under their clothes. No, dad told me he had thrown it away. And so one day I was harmlessly looking through the garage stuff and it was there (sighs) and it like fully sent me into panic. (laughs) But you, you thought, so, but they're nice. So why did you think they would kill you? Because I was too young to know that they are nice. So that was the first time I had been exposed to them. And then after that, I never wanted to watch them again. The scariest thing was when we went to New York when we were little. And we went on that <laughs> the Ferris wheel inside the Toys R Us in it's Times Square. Ferris. It's not that. It's, what's it called? The big FAO shorts. What? It's a big famous toy shop in new york city it's not oh i thought you meant the okay yeah so a ferris wheel in (laughs) short i thought you meant the ferris wheel was called an f o h (laughs) (laughs) what's an f o h is that what it's called i don't want to get the name wrong fao fao shorts and i we were in that ferris wheel and it goes like up and around all the different floors of the toys and we literally land at the top, like stuck in our seats, and we slowly pull up <laughs> life size ET, <laughs> like pointing at, pointing at us. And I started screaming. Do you remember? And we were just we were stuck up there with it, and then it slowly went to the next. It was awful. Yeah, you were also only in third grade. Yeah. Do you remember on that New York trip when your beanie fell in the toilet? <laughs> No. no, no, it sounds like something that would happen. <laughs> that was also the trip where you left my teddy yeah, bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not bring that up. Do you remember that though? Yeah, you were mad at me for the rest of the time. Well, yeah, because you borrowed it and then left it in the security <laughs> bin. <laughs> but it was also from Goodwill, which is why I was more mad because I can't go buy it again at Goodwill. Mm-hmm. It was ugly. I did you a favor. <laughs> Do what? Do you remember when we watched Homeward Bound and I I was sobbing because I'm waiting for Lucas to leave. Is he wearing a shirt? No. <laughs> but he's wearing shorts. Because it's um, really hot there, huh? Yeah. And his room has no AC. <laughs> um is homeward bound so the animals run away but i for whatever reason i felt like it translated to what if i get lost and can't find my way home and i couldn't stop crying you know what happened to me with that movie is that i was really disturbed that they all got porcupine Yes, me too. And that no one could help them. Me too. When it's in the guy's snout. I hated that. Yeah. I hate when that's why I hate honestly living in San Francisco is hard for me because I every I mean in LA I'm sure too, but everyone shatters glass bottles everywhere. And there's also a lot of dogs. And I'm like, no one will know if their paws hurt when they step on glass. And that, like, really disturbs me. Yeah, I think about that, too. 
I hate when people litter glass. I hate it. Yeah. I know. Well, I think about when pigeon or any bird has a little crumpled foot, they can't go to the hospital. So they land on those spikes, which really destroys (gasps) their feet. I know. Stop. I know. It makes me want to cry. Um, But there are pigeon rescues that take care of them and their feet and like perform surgeries on their feet and stuff. Oh, there are. But like not that many. And also many people don't like pigeons, which is sad. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Can you tell an embarrassing story about yourself? (laughs) I don't know any. I probably do, but can't remember them. Do you remember when I messed up at my piano recital? Nope. That was a very you thing to care about and no one else cared. (laughs) (laughs) I've done way worse at any type of musical thing. (laughs) No, but to me, I just, I kept replaying the same chord again and again and again until I finally just stopped. I like. Don't remember that much, except that you were like, huh, I'm messing up my piano <laughs> It was terrible. It was terrible. And I never went to a piano lesson again, which is even weirder. You're not good at failing. Yeah. I know. I'm too, like, meticulous. Like, if it isn't perfect, I won't put it out. That's... You should change that. I know. It's so inhibiting. Yeah. That's why my output output is limited. Oh. That's why this is like the most unstructured thing I've ever done ever. Oh my god. The only podcasts I listen to are just people chatting. I know, but it makes me so uncomfortable to do. Yeah, that's really strange for me. I don't like to think before I do anything (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany tell let's talk about the fifth grade talent show the one where I did the skits yeah which I don't I don't even know if I saw that but that sounds amazing what did you do dressed up as a French cook and then did a cooking show in front of the entire school (laughs) By yourself? I think so. (laughs) I think maybe someone was acting as a judge for my cooking, but it was like a solo, (laughs) really thespian performance. (laughs) Do you think mom and dad recorded it? No, if they did, no one's been able to find it. How could they not record that? I don't know if anyone was there. What? I don't know. No. We need to call them after this because how could they have missed that? I saw a picture where you have these like little curly mustache. Yeah, I used eyeliner from Walgreens to draw a unibrow and a curly mustache. (laughs) (laughs) You had like a low slicked down ponytail. Yeah, literally I gelled. I gelled my hair down into the lowest ponytail. And then it was, I had really long hair, so straight down my back. Oh, I'm in physical pain that a video of this doesn't exist. No, I have a picture. So I I think somewhere. Because I think on the podcast Instagram, which is childhood podcast, childhood underscore podcast, we can post pictures 
of these things if we have them. Yeah. But imagining you like putting on a little French accent and putting flour in a bowl. I know. Or like cracking an egg. Yeah, I know. I would give all my money to see that. Everyone all would. Of it. Yeah, I know. Because deep in me is a flaming thespian. I just yeah. didn't ever touch it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, why did it get... <laughs> i'm too nervous i can't do it why did it get so repressed it's so valuable my goal is to bring out your little thespian again well it's why i'm like who i moved to la anusha and i are gonna write a screenplay um amazing because we yeah we riff off each other really strongly um, for my fifth grade talent show, I wrote like an eight page poem that I read <laughs> and <laughs> well, the first poem I wrote was about springtime. And then I learned another girl was doing a poem about springtime. So I was like, if that can't do that. So I wrote a new one and it was about a piggy who goes to a supermarket yeah. and she just needs milk. And the whole poem is about all the things she buys. Yeah. And at the end, she forgets the milk. Can you imagine like eight pages of that, though? (laughs) (laughs) Who you were as an adolescent is someone (laughs) that I hated. (laughs) I literally wanted to be Ren Stevens from Even Stevens. Like, that's who I wanted. We were best friends because I wasn't aware that you and I were polar opposites. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Like you like played clarinet and you finished mm-hmm. all your homework on time and you like to write poems and like you wore a turtlenecks a lot. I did. And I did. Yeah. And I was wild and I was, <laughs> I was on a whole different <laughs> spectrum of stuff. But we somehow were best friends, like since ba- since birth. I can't believe you. I can't believe you were blind after your eye surgery. Mom tells the story that when she saw you with your eye why, on, she why was are you blind. talking about this again? I don't know because I had it. <laughs> because that's you were blind for part of your childhood. The fact that you're Tiffany, think about this: your eyes had surgery your teeth had surgery and you had like 40 ear infections a year that's That's like every hole in your face that's why i said i feel like i was born with like all these things yeah 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 i had 11 surgeries on my teeth and then i had that big eye surgery which i need again soon (gasps) no why death from all my ear infections (laughs) (laughs) your eczema in your ear and i have Horrible astigmatism and nearsightedness. So that's all good. <laughs> and fake teeth. Yeah. And a really, like, I think maybe medically long torso. <laughs> it's what? so weird. I can't, yeah, it's so bizarre. Really? How long is your body? Yeah, and honestly, my doctor told me I had the lowest cervix she'd ever seen. <laughs> 
in her entire practice. And I feel like it's related to the long torso. (laughs) (laughs) He was like trying to insert my IUD and was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Everything is messed up. That's okay. Everything's fixed now. Everything's fixed now. You have way better teeth than me. Because they're fake. (laughs) (laughs) Only two teeth. Mm -hmm. But they're like the main ones in the front. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say earlier, um, I said that we were, I said we were still best friends. That's actually so weird that Mm -hmm. objectively we would have never been friends. But because we were related, we were. Because you wouldn't have liked me either. Yeah, I would (laughs) have. That's true. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. You just thought I was lame because I had <laughs> camel toes. I would wear these white corduroy Abercrombie pants. Yeah. And have a camel toe. But I wasn't any better. I like dyed my hair different colors. And tell us about your eyebrows, Tiffany. I was born with beautiful eyebrows, but at the time they were, society told me they were ugly. Because they were technically a unibrow. <laughs> but you're right. They're so beautiful. I know. They well, now, because back then, I think thin eyebrows were in. So I really wanted to fix them in middle school. And so then Laura, we had a sleepover. Laura was just getting into makeup. And so I was like, oh, you can do my eyebrows. And, you know, no shade at her at all. But she did pluck them completely <laughs> off. <laughs> So alarmingly off. Because she was so close to my face, she couldn't tell how much she had taken off, which was all of it. And then we only had a blue ballpoint pen at our house. And so I went to school. I drew them in this blue ballpoint pen. And everyone was like, oh, my God. And one kid looked at me and was like, did you get a facelift? I was like, no. I my eyebrows. His awful facelift. And shortly after, I dyed my hair bright red and let my friends cut like a mullet into and my hair. Bangs, Tiffany. Yeah, a bangs, bangs plus a mullet plus re- no eyebrows plus purple plus- glasses and extreme braces because my teeth were prepping for surgery. Yeah. So everyone talks about an awkward phase, and I'm like, you don't even. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, should we wrap it up? It's been like an hour. Yeah, I thought that was good. Okay, thank you for taking a little stroll down memory lane with me and Tiffy today. I hope you learned a little more about us and maybe you reflect a little more about yourself in your own pubescent times. Don't forget to submit your stories to childhoodthepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to hearing your awkward and tender-hearted stories. Bye, Tiffy. Love you. Bye, love you.